Hi, and thank you so much for being with me today. We have been talking about ourself, selfishness, self-centered, guarding our hearts. I want to get into our sin, our choices, our temptation. The first thing I want to do is read a verse. I think it's really important to set the tone and 1 Corinthians 10, 12, and 13 says, so if you are standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. And that is an amazing promise. So, you know, we do all make good and bad choices. And uh, we have to recognize that we can stop the sin in our life. And sin, you know, when I think about it, uh, uh, maybe there's an addiction issue. That addiction got started because we made a choice and that was not a good one. You know, it was a bad choice and could have started an addiction. Or maybe we have a failed marriage and we didn't know if we really should have gotten married. How about a job that we chose? Maybe money drew us into that job, but we're really miserable in that job. I heard a quote recently and says, when we lie to ourselves about our sins, that's when everything falls apart. It takes courage to confront ourselves, to face our own issues, our own junk. And sometimes we don't really know what it is. Ask the Lord, pray, show me, Lord. Know my heart, show me what I'm doing wrong. Show me what I need to change in me. And when you seek him, he promises to show us what we need to know about ourselves. Psalm 9, 10 says, Those who know your name will trust in you for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Amen to that. All sin is wrong, deadly in fact, and God gives us free will to make our choices, to learn to be dependent on him giving us wisdom and discernment should we ask for it, and instruction in the word of God to be obedient. The term seven deadly sins are not in the Bible. I did find an article regarding this. And there is a passage this article is based on, which is Proverbs 6, 16 to 19. And it goes on to say, there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a man who stirs up dissension among his brothers. So we'll jump into that article right now. The first is pride. Pride is known to be the opposite of God. Pride is an excessive view of oneself. And how to combat pride is humility. It's really just controlling and removing your ego, 
and allowing an attitude of service. And of course, that's what we are called to do. A verse that goes with this is Proverbs 16:5. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. And I like this next verse because it does use both pride and humility in it. Is Proverbs 11:2. When pride comes out, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. It's great. The second one is envy. It's an intense desire to have what someone else possesses. And kindness curves envy. Galatians 5.26 says, Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Sloth. I had to look this up. I did not know what it meant. It's laziness or failure to act laziness in our spiritual life if we don't use utilize our talents or help others that's a sign of sloth the opposite of that is diligence or zeal um i think that's great and it's placing the interests of others above our life of ease and relaxation when i think of sloth is how we work in our job like we could either just get by or we could really work like we are supposed to like giving more or all 110 percent if you will and a great verse to accompany this is colossians 3:23. whatever you do work at it with all your heart as working for the lord not for man amen to that Greed, excessive pursuit of material goods. The opposite is charity. First Timothy 6.10 says, For the love of money is a root for all kinds of evil. Gluttony, excess, I'm sorry, ongoing excess of food, drink, or anything really that is, you know, too much. Everything in moderation, right? We've all heard that one. And what is a cure for that is temperance, which is a desire to be healthy and fit to serve one another. First Corinthians 10.31 says, Therefore, whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. The last is lust, a strong passion or longing, especially sexually. Chastity or self-control cures lust by controlling passion, using that energy for the good of others. And Romans 13, 14 says, Rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Joyce Meyer wrote a book, Battlefields of the Mind, and it's about taking every thought captive and going through some of the struggles in life. And it is really great. One of the things she says is no one can be set free from a problem until they are willing to admit they have one. I was reading another article by criticalthinking.org. It's the human mind. And they start off saying to live well is to live in a reasonable as a reasonable and ethical person and we are predispositioned to sin 
our brain is wired for three functions, thinking, feeling, and wanting. Our mind is so powerful and responsible for our behavior and attitude. Imagine life could be heaven or hell, and it's all in our head. It's what we choose to think. Sin starts in our head. We can turn it around and think about Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Amen. Amen to that. That verse is powerful. We can live in a grateful heart and be thankful for all God has given us, for the lovely things, for the creation, for the excellence that he has given us and the blessings. And I encourage you today to whatever your temptation is, your sin, I know it's hard. I know I'm a work in progress every day that we can own our thoughts and pray, just pray for the strength and God has mercy on you and he will get you through whatever you need to get through, but you've got to cleave to him. I know I have to cleave to him every day, all the time. And I pray for you. I pray for your strength. I pray for your choices and that you're not in a position where you will be tempted, that you can hold on fast if there's a prayer request that I can pray for you, please email me at comfortbites at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being with me. God bless you. Mm -hmm.